0: all the parents to the youth to the adults i feel won't we'll need no more rappers entertainers and athletes if that's your passion and that's your talent trust me by all means you should chase that but i feel if we're gonna ever close this gap out here man we're gonna have to start raising more politicians and the reason i say that is because politicians dictate how we live our lives and they dictate all the rules and the regulations out here that we live by so you can be a millionaire, you know it don't matter you will forever live by the rules and the regulations set forth by the politicians. Most of these politicians were born in the 40s and the 50s, and they only see life through one set of lens. And if you ain't in that scope, you will forever be left out. So until we start raising more politicians, I feel that's the only way we close the gap. Not only that, we got to start owning more things of value. That really means something. So from me to you, just want to share that with you, man. Enjoy the rest of y'all day. Double salute.
1: This podcast has been brought to you by 4-Eye production, and now let's start the show.
0: Jackson, get up get up get up get hard it's to get up on the first of the month. it is hard because you know you about to get all your money snatched out of that <laughs> like girl bills love. bills can we just skip on to the 15th <laughs> i mean bruh i was it was so funny i got an alarm set on my phone it's like rent due. i'm
1: like <sighs> i do the same thing well I guess I, the notification goes off at the end of the month and then I pay it like with the first check or whatever. But like for my car insurance, I'm like. I know. Car insurance sucks. It does. But we need to be insured because it's the right thing to do. And you don't want to not have it.
0: Well, can I not get a stipend back at the end of the month if I have an accident? Ma'am. I think some of them work like that, but not the one I have. No, because we're paying for everybody else's accident.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. or you might be paying for mine. Anyway, what? Uh uh-uh. uh.
0: <laughs> What's up? Hey girl. Hey. How was your weekend? My weekend was busy. I think that's why I'm like run down. Really? Yes. You look a little tired, but you still cute. I am tired. I cannot get enough sleep. Like this morning, I did not want to get up. I was like, it cannot be seven o'clock. Like I cannot get up right now. And I was supposed to get up at 5.30. You usually get up and go work out, right? I couldn't make Not it. Not today. Not today, Satan. <sighs> okay. That bed friend. was calling me.
1: Well, I wish I could, like, be your motivation, but I'm tired, too.
0: So, I don't oh know how gosh. we're going to get through this. One of us has to perk up. Shot, shot, shot. No, no. <laughs> Everybody. I'm just playing. No, that's really going to make me sleepy. And I'm sitting down, too. Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I know. That's all right. Well, welcome back
1: guys. I'm a girl named Tiffany. I'm Courtney B. And this is episode 18 of the Culture Shock Podcast.
0: 18 episodes. I know, right? So I can't even believe it. We're almost halfway through the year. Why? I mean, why can't you believe it? I just can't, like, it seems like we it was just January. And now it's May, almost June. We're you know almost what? six months in.
1: We are like technically in the second quarter of the year.
0: Yeah. We
1: are. It's been
0: fun so far. It's been fun, but it's gone, like, fast.
1: I know, but we've been doing things of value. Even though, you know, it's flying by and we're exhausted sometimes, like, the things that we're doing are valuable, so. It better be. Making memories. Because
0: I ain't seen her talking for miles. (laughs) really okay because if you were you probably would not sound like that exactly drink your tea girl <laughs> over here sounding like a bootleg anita baker uh-uh. why is my voice what, so wait a minute.
1: what's wrong with anita baker, anita baker nothing, deep wrong. Voice. It's nothing but oh, she has okay. a raspy
0: I was, voice i was just trying to make sure don't don't talk about my girl you know i ain't talking about anita i'm just saying my voice is raspy and sassy indeed especially the sassy part <laughs> that is it <laughs> So you had a good,
1: okay weekend. Um, did you get any into anything in particular? You sipping tea.
0: I'm sipping wine. I know. Well, I've already sipped the wine. I'm gonna go back to the wine. Um, so what did I do? Let's see. I don't even think Thursday or Friday. I feel like something is slipping my mind, and I don't know what. Um, but Saturday I actually went out of town. I went to Raleigh to a Birthday kickback back at my friend Marie's house. And it was just really, really fun to yeah. celebrate, you know, people on their birthday. She turned 40. Nice. Um, her boo was there and they did a little two-step. And I was just like, I'm, like, I'm going to do that one day. Yes. I'm going to do that with my boo. We're working towards that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just had a good time, like, meeting all her friends. And it's just so crazy how most of the time when you're friends with someone... A lot of the time, their friends are like you. That's why you're friends. Right. So I ended up, like, just cackling it up with her friends and, like, you know, tripping out how, like, she met some of her friends because her and I met off Facebook. Right. And so I talked to this one lady, and I was like, oh, yeah, well, where'd y'all meet? And I think she said that she may have met her, like, out, like, at a bar or something. Then this other girl was like, oh, yeah, we've been off She's Instagram. She's very social. Yes. Okay. And it's like, once you're her, like once you're like her friend or like you're cool with her it's like you cool so Love I it. really really enjoy myself I wanted to go um, on Saturday but I couldn't make it because I had other plans but um, it was really good and so then Sunday I actually finally went to church okay. Um, I went to New Life Fellowship um, with Pastor John Peaky which mm-hmm. everybody knows he's like my favorite gospel artist ever <laughs> Um, and so I went and it was a really good message. Um, he talked about Cardi B, he talked about Meek Mill, girl, he was talking about everybody. Right. <laughs> he even did the oh and I was oh, hollering and I not bet. only like the younger crowd knew what he was talking about. Which probably made it even funnier. Exactly. Because he was like, if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, you don't need to know. Right. But it was so funny and relatable and um I went to his church one time
1: when I was in college. It was one of the best experiences. I mean, it was so laid back. Well, I had such it a good time.
0: Mm-hmm. So we may have to go again one day. So um, I did that. And <laughs> when well, he did that, when I, I was <laughs> like, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> and then, yeah, you know, sorry. like when you go to anything with Pastor Key, you know, the singing, girl, mm-hmm. the singing going to take you down. And he don't even really sing that much. Right. But it took me down. And I enjoyed it. As come as you are. And um, I met my friend Shanique there because she's actually a member of that church. Okay. And my mom was with me. And my mom, I mean, like, whenever Pastor Key came out, Girl, she was smiling from ear was she to fans? in there. Yes, she was. She was like, oh, my God. And John Buchanan was like, ma, like, he's it's, right down the street, right. street from the house. Just come a couple more right. times. You won't fan out You like won't that. because I'm chill now. But the first time I was, like, freaking out. Uh-huh. Um, so she really, really enjoyed herself, and we had a good time. Oh, we went to the um, International House of Pancakes or the original House of Pancakes right. and ate breakfast and just laughed and talked. And so I had a – it was busy, but it was good.
1: That's good.
0: What about so you? Glad to hear that. Yeah, girl. Um, you know what? I feel like it was busy because
1: I didn't get a lot of rest, but in relation oh. to. <laughs> never, right? Never. But in relation to some of my other weekends, I feel like this was the calmer or calmest one I've had in a while. Okay. For instance, on Saturday, we we're supposed to actually go to the gun range with some friends. Didn't get the opportunity to do that on Saturday, so my sister came over. Um, and we just did some writing and planning. We went to the grocery store. We made like homemade chicken sandwiches here, Mm -hmm. like full blown homemade chicken sandwiches instead of going to pick something up from, um, like Wendy's or something like that. So that was fun. And we just sat and talked and laughed because I actually don't think that I've seen her since before my birthday. Wow. So it's been, I know, time flies. So it's been a couple weeks and we don't do that. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then Saturday came, oh, did some spring cleaning, which I still have to finish my part. Um, that's one thing that I'm planning
0: on doing um I actually listen to another podcast because I'm trying to incorporate more podcasts into my life that are not true crime and scare the shit out of me. Right. So Ooh, same, girl. <laughs> but I same. love them. They're, They're so, so in- good. Intense. Yes. Um but I recently recently started listening to the podcast called "Hey Girl" and it's by the writer Alex L. And she had I went back a couple of episodes because while she was out on maternity leave, she just posted like some episodes that she stockpiled. Yes, and that she had originally got a lot of listens to. Okay. And she posted one about um it's a insta it's a blogger on Instagram. Her name is Ro, and I can't remember her exact website. Um, I think it's Brown Kids. Mm-hmm. Um, her Instagram, but she's a minimalist. And she just talked about how much that has simplified her life and made it better. Um, And it started with, like, a 90-day challenge. Like, she had to wear the same 10 items of clothes for 90 days. And she was like a shopper. And she was like, I cannot do this. And she was like, she's never felt more confident or got as many compliments on her look Mm -hmm. other than when she did that. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, not thinking about going just full out, just hardcore. But when I look like in the clothes that I wash, I wear the same things over and over. I do too. Every single week is
1: funny. I'm going to talk about that um, later
0: on in the episode. So, you know, I'm thinking about doing like a massive, massive overhaul of my life. Like my clothes, my bedroom furniture, which has to be replaced anyway. And just really freeing up my space um, to kind of help me with just... A sense of serene in my home. Right. So That's I, important. Yeah. And I think that because I didn't spring clean. Yeah. So luckily you got to, but I didn't. So I think I'm going to incorporate some of those tips into my spring cleaning.
1: Yeah. And I still have some to do. Um, and we've been making trips. Like my sister and I have been making trips frequently to Goodwill. We also, you know, went mm-hmm. back to Goodwill and dropped some more stuff off on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. And and we cooked on the grill um, yesterday. So, and then it was, you know, back to work, back to life, back to reality. She
0: made an interesting point about Goodwill, too. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know it got me because I always take my stuff to Goodwill. I'm nervous. But, but they sell it? Because they sell it? No. Okay. Because she said that what changed her mind is she went on, like, a trip to, I think it was South Africa. hmm And they have, like, a warehouse that's just stockpiled with all the stuff from Goodwill that can't sell. So basically what she's saying what? is this stuff, it never just, you don't just get rid of
1: it and it goes away. They don't even give it to homeless people when they can't sell it?
0: Mm-mm. No. So the things that we buy, they're, they're not going anywhere. So that's just to keep in mind, like, yeah, you're buying these things and you're getting rid of them, right? but, but they're still still—they're still somewhere just taking up space. So just to kind of be mindful about the even the things that you buy and then when you get rid of it. How? Because if somebody doesn't buy it. Then what? Who knew? Who knew? It's like a good podcast. You also should check it out. It's called Hey Girl.
1: Yeah. We yeah. like to promote other people's yeah. podcasts on this
0: podcast. Especially especially our brothers and sisters. right? You know? But yeah. Nice. Okay. So, um... I just totally took over your weekend. No, it's okay. My weekend was... <laughs> I just totally took over your weekend. I'm, I'm a so bad co-host.
1: You're a fantastic... You're the best co-host to ever live. Courtney Never... be
0: bad at co-hosting. <laughs> 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 I'm going to take that bad, Lord. I ain't speaking that into existence. But you know what I'm saying. I, I just like overtook your whole thing. Like, girl, honey. So is good? That, is that good? Is that good, bad, or indifferent then? That's definitely mad. bad. She's <laughs> a no. You're fine.
1: Um, so well let's let's talk a little bit about what happened in the world this week. Every, every I'm exhausted. Literally though. when we first started doing this podcast, I was like, Oh, <sighs> you know, a couple things happen there, a couple things happen here. And as we progress into the year, I'm just like, Man, every week things start to run together because <laughs> big topics, big discussions, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, the news um instagram i'm just like man there are several facets of tomfoolery going on in the world at all times like we're never gonna be without something to say and the words
0: of my girl rocks is full of fucking niggotry going on that's exactly what it felt like this week and last week can I say something before we continue? Okay. Today is National Hairstylist Day, which is Monday while we're recording this. Right. And I have to give a shout out to my hairdresser, um, Sunny Ray on Instagram. She's at Sunny Ray S U N I R A Y E, and her hair page is Sunny Ray S U N N I R A E. Official, so I gotta give a shout out to my hairstylist and my best friend on National Hairstylist Day. Woo woo, love you, boo. Dang, why didn't you warn me? I had to do it. I had to do it. It's National Hairstylist Day. And she be looking up the coils, okay? I she hear She looks up the hair. She so does. I, she has you lit. And like people always all like, time. you always, honey, because I got a stylist that don't play no games. She's Sunny Scissor Hands. <laughs> I get a haircut, I, I, I love hashtag Sunny Sunny Scissor Hands. I love that. She goes in. And so, you know, I just wanna um, make sure I had that on my notes. I'm like, make sure I give a shout out on National National Hairstylist Day. And I wanted to make that known. So Dang, there I you got go. So
1: many people that I wanna give a shout out to, but I can't. Well, One of my no, no, okay. So, my sister, um, in Georgia, she has a salon, okay, it's called Rap Styling Salon. Um, and I think on Instagram, her name is Lady Tenille. but yes, Lady T, (laughs) right? You can, um, see some of her hairstyles. Um, my friend from college, Rudy, Mm -hmm. so.
0: Rudy hey, Rudy, like, Rudy did my hair too before.
1: Exactly. I think Rudy did everybody's hair. Had me looking good. Okay. So, um, I think that he has two different pages and hair by Nathaniel underscore J. That's J-A-Y-E. hmm Yeah. That's his Instagram. And then um, I have one other friend in Raleigh, <clears throat> if you're in that area. Her, her hair salon is called Metromaine. Yeah. Metromaine. And her name is Adina Dunn bomb mm-hmm. bomb sweet spirited she also makes earrings that you can buy they're inexpensive but they are gorgeous like the button kind mm-hmm. um, but she really cares about hair health that's what you need yeah somebody because all of these hair. wigs
0: and weaves and stuff but what about your hair under there because like i don't right. understand how people just go for weeks and weeks at a time without like washing their hair like sometimes if it's a really rough week. I may wash my hair like twice in one week. Yeah. Because, girl, the scalp be itching. itching. Mm-hmm. So, uh-uh. So, I mean, hair health is important, but if you guys have a hairstylist, you know, even with her, before my appointment, I may text her and say, I'm on my way. Do you want something? Are you hungry? Make yeah, sure look you tip. Out. You know, and this is my best friend, and we don't do that free services stuff. Like, I'm gonna pay you something. Right, right. Of course, I ain't paying a price, because it's uh. my best thing. But, y'all gotta pay the full price but you know I always you know when you're going to your appointments and if this is someone you have a relationship with because your your hairstylist becomes one of your best friends that's very true a confidant a confidant and y'all don't realize how much y'all unload on them and they have to hear like from client after client in which they love to talk to you all and to be a listening ear but that gets heavy it really does because you you got to take everybody else's burdens with you
1: and then decide what to do with them like How are you going to release that?
0: Exactly. So, love on a hairstylist. If you got an appointment this week, tip them good. Refer them to someone. You know, even if it's something as simple as screenshotting their um, page and posting it to your social medias to to help them get other clients. Just do something to show that you appreciate them um, on today. Well, this week. Because y'all are going to be hearing this on Tuesday. Right. So, this week. I mean, I know it's National Hairstylist Day today on Monday. But... Y'all might be going on Saturday. So do something real nice on Saturday. That's all I got to say. Love it. it. That was great. So, what'd you hear this this week? No, I'm going to let you start because my nerves is shot the damn shingles. I'm going to let you
1: start. I don't know whether to start with the good, the bad, and indifferent or indifferent. And usually, you know, we just tell the people what's going on and they get to decide. But I felt some kind of way about a lot of things that went on this week. For instance, um, just just the back and forth about... The way that I'm gonna phrase it this way, the way that men sap, operate in savagery, right? So yes, who do operate I
0: want? Right.
1: So who do I who do I wanna start with? Because I wanna talk about Bill. I wanna talk about Nas. I wanna talk about R. Kelly. Um just
0: ridiculous. They don't think we men bashing.
1: No, no, no. no, because we have also talked about plenty of times about how much we love brothers, um, on this show. And so. honey,
0: one thing I love besides God and my family and food is men. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm being serious, too. honey. I love me a man. Now, come on now. Y'all got to get it together. Especially a brown one. Yes. One with a beard, too. Jeez. Anyway. Yeah, let's go on with
1: So, Tom Joyner um, said that he refuses to play any more of Robert's music. I've seen that. And then I saw something from Shonda Rhimes, which, you know, I stand for Shonda. Mm-hmm. Um, she was basically just replying to the hashtag mute R. Kelly thing. And she said, and I quote, we join the call to hashtag mute R. Kelly and insist on the safety and dignity of all women. Let me stop right there because that really resonated with me. I think sometimes just the way that we speak and by we, I mean the collective, like the way that we speak about women, you know how they always say like, you know, people don't love, uh, people don't like babies or I've been walking around, you know, saying like people don't like babies and they don't like women either.
0: They like what they like, they like the idea. Correct. They like this idea of you. And that that goes back to the the message. The message this week was the power of submission. Mm-hmm. They want you know you to submit, but mm-hmm. they don't read the rest of that verse. Bible, we gonna get on that mm-hmm. and be there for their enjoyment and their pleasure and to mother them and to be you know a porn star mm-hmm. and to bear children, but and to work hard because now now you gotta pay. Oh, you, you don't know. work. Yeah. Yeah, I'm working, and that's why your ass going to be getting takeout. You're right. <laughs> Bring me some, too. Right. Thank you. But um, And we kind
1: of touched on that a lot last week. But just the safety and dignity of all women um, just kind of resonated with me because it goes back to some of the things that we were saying last week about how, you know, when you're growing up and budding and the way you start to be treated versus, you know, even some of the women because that's how they were taught. Like, oh, you know, they're just men or just ignore them. Like, no.
0: The boys will be boys.
1: And dignity of all women. I'll continue. We demand investigations into R. Kelly's abuse allegations made by women of color and their families for two decades. Two decades. That's 20 years, girl. Two, 20 years. Mm-hmm. We call on those who profit from his music to cut ties. And then she put hashtag Mute R. Kelly, hashtag Time's Up. Mm. Um, and the Justice Scale symbol and then hashtag WOC, which, women of course, color. stands for Women of Color. I can't remember who was on tour with him, but I was just like, ooh. They kind of got called out a little mm-hmm. bit because it was a bunch of women, right? I don't know. That, Is yeah. he on tour now? I don't think so. I don't think so, but when he was on tour, it was a bunch of um, women that we love. Monica was one of them. Monica was on tour with him and it was another young girl group. Um, because I remember there being a lot of controversy
0: surrounding that. And they definitely much. didn't have no business being on tour with him. And I was that my daughter point. nowhere near R. Kelly. Right. And R. So, Kelly is a pedophile. Yeah, everybody's not telling the same lie. Every, <laughs> I mean, you married Aaliyah when she was 16 with with fake papers. Was it 16? I thought... Yeah, she was like 16. 15 or 16. 15 or 16. And then you made a song called Age is Nothing But a Number. You made a song called Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. That was Aaliyah's song. That he wrote. Oh, yeah, he did. And then you call yourself the Pied Piper. Trust me. Do people not know the story of the Pied Piper? It's a a magical man that comes and plays his flute Mm -hmm. or whatever and and lures lures away children. children Mm -hmm. And they're never seen again. This is what you call yourself. It goes back to the Bill Cosby thing. You sat there and joked about Spanish Fly and drugging women. Mm-hmm. So why should I not, not believe, believe these you. women? Right. You said it. Just like R. Kelly, you have said these things. You have done these things. So why should I not? You sit there and peed on a fourteen-year-old girl on camera and didn't get in trouble. Got away with it. So why should I believe? Why should I not believe these girls? Tell me why I should not believe them. I'll wait. The time of uh, reckoning it, is at hand. But it, let me tell you one thing. It's going to kill me not to listen to TP2. I'm telling you right now because the greatest set is my jam.
1: And just like that. But... I was talking to Jasmine this weekend about R. Kelly's music and how he he's a fantastic woo-wee. writer. And it really just is a shame, you know, that all of that will be lost on your behavior.
0: On your behavior. Your art will you, be lost on you your did. behavior. You were ruin you ruin your legacy because you have a sexual addiction to young girls. Mm-hmm. And and obviously if you're manipulating them to to say you have a problem with control mm-hmm. and asserting your power. Right. And which goes back to a Facebook status that I posted couple of days ago where I said, how can, how can in 2018 people sit here and feel like that a man cannot or will not assert his power or his status or his money over a woman if given the opportunity? Why do you feel like that will not happen? Because that's what it is. It's all about power. That's all it is. It's about power and control and the insecurity within them that they feel like I'm going to make you do what I want you to do or what I can't you know, get in a relationship with the woman that I care about or that I respect and have her do those things. Because I guarantee you there's a grown woman out there that would do all this crazy shit that R. Kelly want to do. Right. But, but you, it's about the power. Exactly. We just
1: talked about that this weekend. Exactly. And what makes me sad about it is a lot of times um, the commentary that we dislike so much about centered around this subject come from men who perpetuate that in their everyday lives. So they know that it's true Mm -hmm. because they're doing it. And women who have been victims of it before, Mm -hmm. and I don't know whether it's just they don't want to believe that they are or, you know, they're conditioned or whatever it is. But those, a lot of times are the very people perpetuating that very um, ideal that, no, she can't be telling the truth or, no, he couldn't have done that or, no, this is supposed to be okay. It's just... And it's not. A vicious cycle. Um, much like... Uh, well, we talked about Bill Cosby. Um, and a lot of people were talking this week about, you know, separating... I guess the same with R. Kelly. Like, the art from the artist. You know, talking about Heathcliff, uh, Huxtable
0: versus Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby is... what I think his name is William Cosby Jr. or whatever... That is not Cliff Huxtable, right? That is a fictional character, right? And Bill Cosby is a man. Oh,
1: Bill Cosby is a man. What was it that I saw? I don't know if I said this last week. Uh, no, it wasn't. Where I saw somebody posted, it, literally made me sick to my stomach. And they were like, It was a picture of the Cosby show mm-hmm. cast, it was just the women and Bill. And they I know basically what you're said, going and I got something for that. They basically said. You mean to tell me that he worked with all these beautiful black women and didn't rape any of them. Why would he rape, you know, um, basically, I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember because they keep saying that. They're
0: trying to say that Andrea Constant looks like a man or that she's not attractive. ugly. But, and this is the thing, and y'all... It's about power. It goes back to power. It's 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 about power. And he's not stupid enough to mess up his bread and butter. Mm -mm. He's going to go elsewhere because at that time, those girls, I mean, they're on the show. They're, they're Um, beloved characters. Mm -hmm. If one of them were to just up and disappear, it would have been a nightmare. So he's not, I don't think in his mind he would do any, he he wouldn't do anything to jeopardize the show. But for all of y'all who, and I'm not saying that they didn't love her then, but I feel like, you know how it is, like hindsight is twenty twenty, and we always, you know, have this nostalgia when we look back at people, but people, you know, fan out for, um, what's Lisa Bonet? Yes. And Lisa Bonet said that he never tried to do anything Or her. She said this in an interview a while ago. He never tried anything with her, but she always felt like he had this weird vibe about him. She said this. Mm-hmm. So now y'all love Lisa Bonet and y'all want to Lisa. So she lied to everybody line. Ain't nobody lying on that man. Right. Some of them maybe, but the majority of the ones who were in that courtroom and crying and carrying out they like where there's smoke, there's fire. Exactly. So, I mean, I, this is the thing, and this goes back to the Meek meal thing, and I know the whole injustice the one person is injustice everywhere, but I, it, it just, I cannot find sympathy for a man who jokes about this, and, you know, has gone his whole life, really and truly, talking pure shit about some of the people in the black community, no, that's accurate, okay, that is accurate, okay. so why, you know, So why am I going to be over here for... and, and crying tears? My thing is, you can, okay, so Donald Trump sat on that bus on an Inside Edition taping, mm-hmm. and we heard him joke about, or locker room talk about grabbing people's coochies. Right. So we can say, oh yeah, he did it, he said it. But Bill Cosby can joke about putting Spanish fly in women's drinks, but we're not supposed to believe him.
1: That's the other thing that's been bothering me this week, too. They're like, oh, if you're going to put Bill Cosby in jail, then this person needs to get in trouble or that person. Accurate. That person needs to get in trouble, too. Not like, oh, well, they need to be out because Bill Cosby needs to not get in trouble because Donald Trump didn't get in trouble. That's a, I mean, it's. (sighs) It's one of those conversations that borders another. But, like, he should still be in trouble. That has nothing to do with the fact that Bill should not be in trouble. It's just that Donald should
0: be in trouble, too. And, you know, they're like, well, what about these other men? Like, well, Bill, this has been going on with Bill Cosby for years and years and years. And Mm -hmm. it's just finally now Mm -hmm. really catching up to him. So it's not to say that these other men that have been accused won't be, you know, experiencing the same fate. And another thing I want to say about Bill Cosby is... They are making me so sick with this. Well, he too old and this and that. Whatever that woman that um, told that lie on Emmett Till that eventually got him murdered, everybody was saying, "Oh, lock her ass up. I don't care if she's ninety five, lock her up." So why shouldn't Bill go that's to jail? A, that's another one that they've been talking talking about this week. Okay,
1: we're not. I'm not arguing right. white privilege with you. We talk about white privilege on this show too, but we're right now we're talking
0: about male privilege. Exactly. Okay. And my thing, oh, people were saying, oh, well, they should mess up his legacy and not run the show. And just like I said, if you support Bill Cosby, if you like Bill Cosby, go buy the box set and watch it all day at your house. Mm-hmm. But that's what happens when you work for a network. That network then has the right to say, I don't want to show this. Mm-hmm. It ain't nothing you it's nothing you can nothing. do. You ruin your own legacy by the actions that you took that you never thought would catch up to you. And it's not about you being black. It's not about you being white. It's about a, it's about you being right or
1: wrong. And you ruined everybody else's paper, too. Exactly. Shame on you. I wonder how Felicia Rashad... Like, I don't mean this as a joke, either. I really wonder how know. Oh, they wonder, said something like, about, oh, they're feels. just trying
0: to ruin his legacy. For what? What do you get out of ruining Bill Cosby's legacy? Like, what do you get out of that? Nothing because like, what we love right. Bill Cosby. He ruined his own legacy. Right. Put the put the blame on Bill Cosby. Right. Put the blame on Bill Cosby because whether or not these women thought they were gonna get on the show, they wanted to have sex and they went too far, they didn't want to have sex. Bill has been married to Camille for how many years? Many. So he shouldn't have been in the room with them women anyway. anyway. He shouldn't have even put himself in that position anyway so <laughs> now you sound like me watching tv
1: all the time i'm like yeah you gotta just even when i watch life um with like martin and him now that was not justified and i know we're just talking about a fictional movie at this point but i i know that things like that used to happen they got life in prison in life. that movie that but if Martin had just take, if Claude, excuse me, Claude, Claude and Ray,
0: Claude and Ray. had just that movie. stayed
1: with the um with the hooch and gone back home to his beautiful girlfriend and at his, the time, his job at the bank, right? Then he would have been fine. No, he had to go s- sleep with the prostitute and give her the last two dollars, <laughs>
0: right, for her sick mama. And Ray had to go gamble lose his daddy watch, exactly, yes. and that life in prison choices. Mm-hmm. Even though it was train. wrong, it was an injustice. Yeah. That was a choice that they made to go back into that bootlegger. I remember I went to the movies to see that. And at the end, when they were alive and like at the baseball game, and still, like, people were cheering. Oh, everybody in the movie theater was just I like, I think classy. I did too. But
1: <laughs> now when I watch it, it's so sad. I know we just got off on a tangent, but still.
0: That's a good movie. But anyway. um, Well,
1: let me just get this one out of the way too, then. Did you see the um, interview with. Or part of the interview with Khalees talking about her relationship with Nas and how um, she remembers when Chris Brown and Rihanna were going through what they were going through. And she was at the house looking at the news and she had bruises on her body. Mm -hmm. And she just in this interview talks about how like she's not a weak woman, you know what I'm saying? But she was there. She knew she had made a conscious decision to stay. And she was just thinking at that time, like, should I speak up? And she felt like she was basically playing double dutch with the idea of, like, speaking up or not. And I think there's a part in the interview where she talks about the fact that um, he got mad one time because somebody spoke to her. I can't remember who the person was. And I just want to take the opportunity to say that is a real thing. Yes! I don't care if it's Nas. I believe her. And I don't care if it... Because (laughs) while... I, people lie all the time but like for what and that's the thing like i've mm. been in scenarios with um insecure men and you could be in a room full of people that you've known your whole life and get spoken to they won't say a word to you then they won't even say a word to that person that spoke to you they will wait until you get home or in the car and pure try to cuss you out and mm. it's like Oh, you did not say that. You what? If you so bad, why are you picking on little old me? Why didn't you say that to that man who spoke to me that you felt offended by? Now all of a sudden I'm all kinds of bees and hoes and this
0: and I must have had something going on with exactly. That's what they love to say. Exactly, an insecure one will say that in a heartbeat. And this is my thing. I don't care how good. A music somebody has, or what type of creative talent, or how much I may like them. I do not know this person. I don't know what goes on in their house. Right. I don't know really what type of person they are. I don't know what they're capable of. So why would I be? No, that ain't no way he did that. Y'all don't it know Nas happen. like that. Right. Y'all and not his. Y'all not his friend or his family. You are not Kalisa's friend or family. You're not. They're competent. They're not calling you, telling you what's going on in their relationship. You don't know what these people do in their homes. Look at Fabulous. You don't right. know what they do. Look at all people these people vid- defended Fabulous until they saw the video and, and heard the audio. People defended Fabulous. People defended Ray Rice when he gay that girl that Mike Tyson TKO mm-hmm. and they come. Well, what did she have? Something had to happen before. I don't care what happened. Right. He punched her and then dro- kicked her out of the elevator. Mm-hmm. So. She had to do something. I don't care what she did. So y'all do not know. These I don't care if she cussed people. you out and
1: started talking about your mama. She did not deserve that. You don't.
0: You don't two piece nobody like that. You don't know what is going on in these people's homes, and I just don't. I just don't understand why it's always she's lying. Granted, there are people who lie, but yeah, you have but we to shouldn't think even ab-
1: always have to preface it with that either, because we know so many people, and by people I mean people, not just men, not just women, but. People are being abused out here. All like We done. shouldn't always be like, but it could be this or it could be that. Although I'm guilty of doing that too, just to kind of ease the conversation because I'm so used to people getting aggressive when you're trying but to defend someone. So? so what? That's not what we're talking about right now. If you want to discuss liars later, let's talk about
0: liars. Right now we're talking but about the abused. People said that he didn't like do anything, but he didn't say anything, but for all of you who are Nas and Khalees fans, did you see where Nas posted a picture today of him and their son? Not today. No, no, no. He posted a picture today of him and their son. I think his name is Knight. Mm-hmm. And it, it said is. something about it's all about love, da 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 And people say that he didn't say anything, but if you know Khalees and Nas, you have never seen that little boy's face until today. Right. If you get on Khalise's page, you you don't you don't see her son, neither one of her sons' face. So to me, that was kind of like a little. Oh, okay. Mhm. You want to tell stuff? I'm. A, I'm gonna post this picture of his because you have you ever seen? You think about it. Have you ever seen that boy's face? Never. And today, and it was an old picture of him when he was little bitty. He posted a picture I of see. his face.
1: Okay, I'm looking at it right now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, there's
0: that. Exactly. Uh, moving right along. Well, was that it for you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because um, I ain't got nothing for Nas, Bill, uh, Bill Cosby, or R. Kelly. Right. And
1: just like I said about um, R. Kelly, like R. Kelly writes good music. Like Nas is a legend in the rap community. You know what I'm saying? So we're not saying that he's not. We're specifically talking about this scenario with Khalilz. And I'm just sick of people having to double defend themselves once they decide they're going to speak up.
0: Right. Because you was not near her home. You don't know. That's just like people that I've dated. When I talk about some of the stuff that has happened, people are like, uh, uh-uh. uh, uh huh. Mm-hmm. You're not in. You're not with this person. You don't lay in the bed with this person. You're not with them when they get upset mm-hmm. or when they get sad or when they're in a bad mood or when you know you do something to slight them that you're unaware of. You you're not with them. It's true. All
1: of a sudden, you think you're you're doing
0: fine, and all of a sudden, they got an attitude. you like, or talking to you well, crazy, or I calling do? you names, or bringing up sensitive information that you may have shared with them in a vulnerable moment because they know that it's going to hurt your Mm -hmm. feelings. That's still mental abuse. Absolutely. That's still emotional abuse. People people need to just really chill and if somebody says this happened to them, you take it for face value and let it be what it is. Stop trying to judge people off of their music you don't know that person just like me i love beyonce i don't know beyonce like that i don't know jay like that you might be cussing jay-z every night because she cheated but but we don't know that so i can't say what's going on in their house or what may or may not happen because i never thought that solange would be trying to kick jay-z's ass in the elevator i did but we see different come on now she a fireball i mean i I did but like i just Never thought I would see. You know what I'm saying? You just right. don't think that you would see something like that. But that right there lets you know, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. You do not know. Mm-hmm. So that's all
1: I got to say. And these celebrities are people. Okay, I will move on. But it's not going to be something that you that's going to make you any happier. So let's talk about Kanye a little bit. I know we hate to do it, but I
0: just got to. I know. Don't give me that look. Um, I'm already tired of Kanye. I am tired of Kanye. Kardashian. Kardashian like I want him to go and take a nap take a nap
1: so Kanye um several things I saw in the media this week so he's going to create this organization which he's been talking about for a while called Donda Social talking about
0: uh, yes talking about with all this money you got yep so but you, you want know, to talk about what who
1: ain't did what right so you know he made those comments about how um President Obama, Hadn't done anything for Chicago. So this organization is supposed to resolve housing issues, education, gun violence, and clean water issues in Chicago. And some of the people that he's friends with are A-list celebrities are supposed to participate in this organization. So, of course, Chance the Rapper is one of them. Malik Youssef is one of them. Common, um, Vic Mensa, who we talked about last week. Don C. And I said Common, right? Yeah. And some other Mm -hmm. people. Um... So we'll see how that goes. Of course, Trump, Donald Trump, the current president of the United States, not mine, but you know maybe some of y'all's. He, um, kind of praised Kanye in the media this week. Of course he did because he's mm-hmm. look at my African American.
0: Right. <laughs> I can <laughs> exactly. hear him saying that now. Look at my African American. Me too.
1: Um. So he said West uh, has performed a great service to the black community. <laughs> Big things are happening and eyes are being open for the first time in decades. Legacy stuff. Thank you also to Chance and Dr. Darnell Scott. Um, They really get it. And then he put the lowest black and Hispanic unemployment in history. <laughs> and it's funny because I think we discussed Chance trying to defend Kanye a little bit in the media and people dragging him. You need to him. be quiet.
0: So I we think like he... you,
1: Chance. Right. And, so and you've
0: he... actually been doing the work. Mm-hmm. And
1: since... so as soon as Donald Trump said that chance tweeted back at him, and was like, nah, that's not it, bro. So, um, but you already put yourself in there. Yeah. But he, I don't think that he thought, I mean, it, it sucks to say that because we all know if you say the wrong thing now, you could potentially get dragged really quickly. But I don't think based on what he said, he thought he was going to get dragged the way that he did. So
0: and let me just say this about him saying that about Obama. Number one, Obama is the president of the United States Chicago has a mayor Chicago has a governor Mm -hmm. Chicago has senators Mm -hmm. what have they done? Exactly. because everything has order everything has order so if the mayor ain't doing nothing if the governor ain't doing nothing the senators ain't doing nothing what is Obama Obama is the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. And do you know how that would look if Obama just said, I'm focusing all my resources just on Chicago? Right. He never would have gotten a second never. time. Never for certain. Never. And my thing is, okay, you're talking about doing Donda social. Chicago has been riddled by gun violence for years. Mm-hmm. Where have you been? All of these 400 dollars sweatshirts, all of these three, four, five, six, seven, eight hundred. Uh, dollar shoes you selling why you didn't donate the proceeds to help Chicago right. could have been did Cause you don't need it you don't need it no this is promotion right. for an album which makes it disingenuous and I finally got a chance to listen to two of the songs
1: did you or the, the that were released this week
0: I ain't gonna say nothing because <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this right now Little comfortable silence I'm gonna tell you this right now to all of the other artists that are connected to him, it's gonna make it bad for them, because I don't even want to listen to anything that he, excuse me, produces. Psyha tried to take up for him too, and everybody yeah. was, everybody was dogging him too. But I just feel bad because I feel like. Tiana has been getting the short end of the stick when it comes to her albums, and I was I'm really like rooting for her, but now it makes me not even want to listen to her album because I feel like when I stream it, I'm putting money into Kanye's pocket, and that's something that I really do not want to do mm-hmm. and i don't think that he took into consideration the people that are connected to him and how this might affect them too
1: yeah we're very serious about like
0: where our money goes i am My hard, serious hard
1: un- earned
0: dollars i will not stream i i was really really vibing with sabrina claudio and mm-hmm. then when all of that stuff resurfaced that she made this profile to to basically bash mm-hmm. black mm-hmm. women you fired yeah i will not click another stream no like more. you're done so, I I really, really hate that, and I don't know how I feel about him putting this doctor on the cover of his album. Did you see that?
1: I did not see it, but I think I talked about it with Jasmine.
0: So, he's making the doctor that did his mom's surgery, mm-hmm. he says, the cover of his album. And this is my only... That's nuts. This is my only thing, Okay. If you go anytime you go to have a surgery, and this is real talk, this right. is this is healthcare one-on-one. I don't care what surgery you're having. You're having a major surgery, you have to get clearance. Right. If you have a cardiologist, they have to clear you. If you have a kidney doctor, a nephrologist, they have to clear you. If you have an endocrinologist that monitors your blood sugar, they have to clear you. Right. If your doctors tell you your heart is not strong enough to do this, and then you decide to go pay somebody else out of the country or wherever. That is the chance you took, right? It's unfortunate, and I hate that Miss West left out of here. But this is what she decided to do, and Kanye, you pay for it. Dang. They told you it wasn't safe for her to have that surgery. I'm trying to understand, I'm trying to understand. Help me understand. I'm still not listening, and your shoes still ain't better than Jordan's. Bloop, moving on, because <laughs> I can talk about this all day talking about uh. Yeezys outselling Jordans. No, the resale may be. Right. People selling them, buying them, and selling them for $1,000. But that's not nuts. money into
1: your pocket. Right. That's crazy that somebody is out here. Never mind. And I
0: really wanted to, like, get me a pair, but I will stick to my Jordan 1s and my Jordan 3s. Moving on. Did you see where he shaved his head? Um, Oh, girl.
1: (laughs) Emma Gonzalez. And she
0: got him
1: all All the the way way together. together. So if you guys don't know who Emma Gonzalez is, she's um, one of the Parkland teens who's from Florida um, that was a part of the Parkland shooting. And now she's kind of the face of that Florida movement. um, And she's known as an activist now. But, yeah, she didn't take kindly (laughs) to So Kanye, so he posted a picture of him with his head shaved, basically
0: indicating that it was supposed to be in honor of her because she was his hero. But his head is, his hair has always been low like that on and off. It wasn't a, like, what are you talking about? His hair is like that on and off. I know. He just wanted to shave that uh, yellow out of his hair anyway. And she got him right back together like, no, this is my, hair. this is a hero. Right. This the um who is she talking about James Shaw Jr. The one who stopped the um Nashville um shooter
1: right which and and, oh go ahead go ahead I know I was I was gonna say that he raised one hundred and eighty three thousand dollars for the funerals of uh, those victims
0: from the Waffle House shooting that is a hero that is a hero Emma is brave for speaking up but that man is a hero and if you notice Kanye goes out of his way to either ignore Mm -hmm. or discredit. Anybody black that's making a difference? Why didn't he say anything about that dude? You go to Emma, a little bitty white girl, march for our lives. I understand it's a problem, but has he said one thing about all of these black men and women that are dying and that have died at the hands of the police or any even the Charleston shooting? Right. Have you said anything? Anything. Kanye is, like I said on my Instagram, Prince is a musical genius. Amen. Stevie Wonder, who ain't never saw the light of day, but his songs will make you think he has. Is a musical genius. Amen. I'll even go so far as to say that Pharrell is a musical genius. Right. And Chad. And Chad. And Chad. The Mm -hmm. Neptunes. Right. Kanye is a nigga that's good with a beat (laughs) machine. All I gotta say. All and and knows got, how to select said. a sample. And knows how to select he a sample. He knows how to select the sample, but I, I just cannot. And all y'all that love and support him is fine. I'm sure Charlamagne will talk about it. Ebro will talk about it. Kanye sharing out personal text messages from John Legend. That was so
1: tacky. Kanye said
0: that the Republicans helped free the slaves and Abe Lincoln freed the slaves and the Democrats are the party of the KKK. Kanye, good night. The night, Kanye. That's how you know you didn't go to HBCU. Because if you went to HBCU, your professor would have told you that Abraham Lincoln didn't really want to free the slaves. He did it to save the union, and that is the only reason why he did it. It See, wasn't because he was sad about black people. It wasn't because he loved us that much. He said it he even was- said if he could do it without freeing the slaves, then he would. But but you but because you went to the kardashian school charm school you, you don't know <laughs> any like of that. this i like that you don't know any of this stop talking about stuff you don't know Re read, read a book books still exist and they're still important yes the kkk started under the party of the democrats but everybody knows that political parties changed the way they function in their values. Right. And it has since changed then. Because once the Democratic Party started becoming more We just talked about that this weekend. Man. Of, you know, of the party of the disenfranchised, all of the whites left and went to the Republican Party because right. they didn't want to be associated with exactly. that. So I need for you to read a book that is not Vogue or cosmopolitan or in style or something with you know, the Kardashians plastered on it. So you talked about some of the police
1: shootings and police uh, brutality and people losing their lives by the hands of police. So did you hear about the DA who refuses to file charges um, in the police killing of Stefan Clark? I
0: heard about it, but I know that you're going to inform me some more.
1: Yeah, so so this DA um, has gotten over four, $420,000 from law enforcement support groups, Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think her name is Anne Marie Schubert Schubert. Oh, no,
0: she can't be having my name like
1: that. Uh, uh-uh, uh, don't do that.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she
1: took thousands of dollars from local law enforcement support groups. Um, she was gifted ten thousand dollars for the from the California Statewide Law Enforcement Association. A few days later, um, this is I guess after the shooting, she received three thousand from the Sacramento County Alliance of Law Enforcement. And so, people feel like this is just one of the reasons why she won't bring charges against, you know, the officers. Um, She's being bought. That's what it looks like. So, I know a lot of people were saying, a lot of these celebrities or people with shows are saying that it's despicable, but nobody's really speaking up against it. But, just want to bring that to you guys'
0: attention that no charges have been filed at this time. just crazy because this boy had a cell phone in his hand going into his grandparents house it just goes back to the to the thing where they think that you know us blacks are guilty until proven innocent like you have these mass shooters you know they're blowing up buildings shooting up buildings and you see them in the back of the police car in handcuffs but this boy who has done nothing And all he's doing is walking into his grandparents' house in the backyard is dead now. You know, now that
1: we have the use of our cell phones, I've seen a lot of posts this week that made me uncomfortable, but not in the way that, like, oh, I can't believe this happened. It's just, I'm so sick of this. Mm -hmm. For instance, there was the one guy who was being taken down by two police officers, and he kept saying, I'm not resisting. I'm, I'm not doing anything. I'm not resisting. And still, they were, they forcefully, like, pushed him up against the truck, I think, and they eventually got him down on the ground and he was like, oh my god, oh my god. Like He just kept saying, oh my And another police officer came and then I could have sworn one of the officers put their hands around his neck and he was he like, did. no, I can't breathe. And the third officer that had come over, maybe he had rank over the other ones or whatever. And when they finally, when he was finally like all the way still, which it's not like he was resisting arrest. He really wasn't. But then he was just looking almost like a fish out of water. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, are you okay? And he wouldn't respond, which I wouldn't respond either. Mm-mm. And and the guy was like, the police officer was like, he's okay. B- get him up. But there was that, and there was another one I saw where the officers yeah, his name were... Yeah, Des- his name is Desmond Morrow. right. He's an ex-NFL player. I did not know yes, that. Yes, he's a former NFL player. Wow. Yep. So that was kind of... um That made me uncomfortable. And another one where... They were frisking a guy. I guess they were going to take him in or, you know, just trying to see if they had anything on, on him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what you're talking about. They were frisking him and, like, it was just uncomfortable. They got all the way up to, like, his balls. Mm-hmm. And even, I don't know who was recording, but they were like, he doesn't have anything on him. Right. I understand, like, you need to check. But when he made a move, because, like, you could tell, like, they were everywhere. He wasn't in prison. He's, like, outside exactly. on, on the lawn or on the sidewalk. And they were, like, really filling him up. And when he made a move, it was like the officer was getting ready to make a move, too. Like, no, anybody in their right mind is going to move, is if, gonna you move if you do that to them. And so, just, I'm it's exhausting. It really is, and it's like, what can you do? Right. I'm only grateful for the times that we do get to see it and the fact that there are people there recording and that you can, like, hear people in the background trying to be an advocate for those people um, when, in other instances, you know, sometimes people don't have anybody there to vouch for them. I think that
0: sometimes keeps them at, more at bay. I agree. Because they know somebody's watching. I agree. And if they do do something, it's all on film. Mm-hmm. I'm telling
1: That's you. That's why they
0: want to make it illegal to film them. Right. Man, listen,
1: I never understood that. Why? Why do you want to make it illegal for me to pull out my camera if you're doing your job? If you're doing everything that you're supposed to do. Right. Um, Waffle House is Debauchery. another place. Yes. So, in one week, you know, we have the whole shooting scenario. And another week, you know, we have the situation with the young girl. And now everybody's boycotting. Yeah. Because Waffle House cannot get it together.
0: Are, I just want to know, are we really going to boycott Are we really going to boycott or we're just going to say we are and then that's going to be the end of it?
1: I don't know. I think it depends on the individual. I've told you guys many times before, like once I decide I'm not spending my money with anybody, I'm not spending my money with them. And I'm not saying that I never will, but I have not gone back to give a dime of my money to a place before that I said I was going to stop patronizing, even if they... fix the center and by fixing it i don't mean that they actually rectify the situation but from a um a media standpoint you know if they try to make it look good that does not move me so i i don't know but i don't know about other people but i know about
0: me and even now to this day wobble house has doubled down on what they initially said that calling the police was the right thing to do, which makes it worse. And after they said after reviewing the security tapes, speaking with the um I guess the bystanders, the staff, they felt like that calling the police was the right thing to do. Okay. You know what? I take that back. It doesn't make it worse. It makes it better. Because now we
1: know where Waffle House stands. Mm -hmm. And if you agree with what Waffle House said, then by all means eat there. Spend your hard money there. When you get hungry, go there. That's okay. But then there are people who aren't going to want to and that's okay too. Exactly. Now you get to decide because you know
0: exactly where they stand. They've made it clear and Mm -hmm. I can appreciate that. Yeah. So I even though I love some scattered, smothered, and (laughs) covet, I don't think I'll be back. Because it's just not it's just not worth it to me. Like there are other places I can go to get me a waffle and some bacon. You know what I was thinking? Man, wouldn't this be an
1: amazing time to have a restaurant with excellent breakfast 24 hours on the verge of franchise? Yeah. <laughs> but awesome. You know. We'll get there. And we will. <laughs> um, what else happens? Oh, I I know we've been discussing this in different facets, but Seattle is or their officials have filed a motion to vacate marijuana convictions. Um, They filed a motion on Friday to dismiss charges and to vacate convictions for marijuana possession from 1997 to 2010, and I think 2010 is the year that the city stopped prosecuting marijuana possession to begin with, or altogether, rather. Um, It still has to be approved in court, but once they sign it for 400... 542 people will have their convictions erased. Wow! The mayor of Seattle, um, Jenny Dun- Durkan, mm-hmm. Dur- D-U-R-K-A-N is how um, she spells her name, and the city attorney, Pete Holmes, they wrote in the motion that a drug conviction, even for the, a misdemeanor offense of possession marijuana, can have significant negative opportunities. Education, significant... Yeah. Yeah. Get it out girl, get it I'm out. I'm sorry. It's okay. Education options, uh qualification for government benefits and programs, travel and immigration status. Which is true. We know all of this to be true, so kudos to Seattle. Um I have no doubt that you know, their motion will be accepted and those 542 people have that part of their record if that's the only record that they have then that will be expunged that
0: is awesome that is awesome kudos Seattle let's talk about some more good news so this week um Mecklenburg County um sworn in their first black fire chief first black fire chief um he comes from Fairfax, Virginia, he was assistant fire chief there. And now he's gonna be overseeing our fire department here in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And his name is Reginald Johnson. So I just wanna, you know, send a big shout out to him and say congratulations. Congratulations. That's a huge accomplishment for anyone, let alone a person of color. So whoop, whoop Go Reggie. I love it. <laughs> Reggie. <laughs> you, know you know him now? Now I do. Okay. I know I know Reggie. Okay. I don't know Reggie, but he better do his job and do it good. Right. Uh, what
1: else could happen? Meek Mill got out of jail, <laughs> like, last week, right after we um got off the air. So, um, it's it's funny, because it, right after he got out of jail, I think I saw him at the Cavs game, like, on TV. With oh, his so. son? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, there was that. Oh, was it at the Sixers game? Was it at the Sixers game? He was at the game? Sixers okay. game, I think. I'm making stuff up. Because they're doing really good this year, I think. Don't get me to lie. I haven't been watching basketball too much, but... I think they were at it they may not have been, I don't know. But they were booked. at some game. You've been booked and busy. I've been booked and busy. Um, there's a Dreamville festival going on. Yes. I know like about that. I so can't
1: wait to see J. Cole to go. Mhm. If you're in North Carolina on September fifteenth in Raleigh, I think it starts the festival starts at noon. But um Cole will be performing at home basically. So come out and support your um Because he is be good and I there. love the album.
0: Me too. Because
1: girl but what you might want to do is go ahead and get your tickets cuz you know they started at $49 and then today I saw that the cheapest ones were 69 and they were almost out and I think by the end of the day they're up to the $79 tickets and it's all general admission for all of the ones that I just named so if you guys are interested in going you might want to go ahead and hop on that
0: mm-hmm. yeah. um something else good I wanted to talk about with um Charlotte so I had I think I saw it on the news But, um, you know, Master P was here a few days ago. Yes. And Master P is big about taking care of the community, especially the black community and, you know, looking out for kids and things like that. So this past week he was here at Thomasboro Elementary and I follow Braxton Winston, which is one of our city council members. Mm -hmm. And I follow him and I saw that he posted that Master P was here and basically they um, had an event to either raise money or to bring awareness to a program called vision to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and this program basically provides eyewear um, and eye care to students that need it the most. Um, and so this program will help 50, 15 to 20,000 students in our community get the eye care they need, but um, would have gone without, if not for this program and master P came and, you know, spoke to the kids and I, I know he probably gave some money. So I just think that was a good thing to do because I mean, but people don't really talk about their think about that like there are kids running around that can't see and they can't afford to get even medicaid glasses you know you be like you better pick out the ones in this right in this, in this box in this box, box from the medicaid the box right. you know they may not even have not even have enough money but they may not have parents that are even capable enough to do that
1: or pe or they're in the classroom and the teacher thinks that they're you know not smart so they're kind of just being pushed to the wayside while the you know, other kids flourish a little bit. And sometimes it's just because where they're sitting, they can't see the board. They can't see. I mean,
0: sometimes it's as simple as that. That is crazy. That is sad. That right. is sad. Like, these babies just cannot see and don't know to say, I can't see. Right. Oh. But, you know, Master P is always doing something in the community. Um, it looks like, you know, Braxton is doing a good job. So I'm interested to see what he continues to do and, and how he works to. Keep Charlotte going and even improve in certain areas. So I thought that was a good thing to kind of highlight on the podcast this week. Love it. You got anything else community wise? Um, anything else community wise? I
1: don't think so. My favorite whisper singer is going to be opening for on the run too. Janae Aiko is so blessed right now. Yes, I she is. Just want to say that. Wait,
0: uh, I feel blessed. Um, oh, of Huber. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, <laughs> right okay <laughs> you see what I did there I see what you did there um,
1: <laughs> in the way of music Safari had commentary well it, not because he just opened his mouth but he was asked about Nikki's album and I, I don't think he likes it very much but he does like Cardi B's album so oh her song's not her album yeah
0: cause you don't want to buy Nikki ain't released no album that is just too Songs five and that, bars that, 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 that. Do and you that. know what that's what Pastor Key said Pastor Key said that's why people gravitate gravitate towards Cardi B because she shows herself. you who she is but we've said that a million times on this show so there's that
1: okay okay, so there is one other thing um, national news that I did want to mention um, the leaders of Korea uh, North Korea has Kim Jong-un to, who is very um His name is very popularized Mm -hmm. in the media. And Moon Jae-in is the leader of South Korea. Mm -hmm. So the North Korean leader said that he would abandon his nuclear weapons if the U.S. agreed to formally end the Korean War. And he promised not to invade his countries. Um, He also went so far as to say that he would invite uh, experts from the U.S. and from South Korea next month to basically see the disbandment. So and you know that we'll Donald that Trump post. is gonna take credit for yeah, that. Yeah, he's he's already trying to take credit for that, but we'll keep you guys posted. I mean, he's a clown. Jeez
0: Louise, he just drives me to drink some days. I'm just like, oh my I gosh, know. I'm so sick of Donald Trump. But let's talk about this. Let's talk about Janelle Monae. Her new album, Dirty Computer. Okay. Have you listened? What do you think? I love it, it's very conscious
1: just the way that mm-hmm. I expected it to be she's beautiful, her music is beautiful um, in the way that like men who make conscious music already have a tough enough time sometimes I feel like she's going to have a tough time meeting
0: the numbers that we expect her to but album is fire it really is um, some of the songs I like I like, um, I like it, I like Django Jane, I like Pink has Zoe Kravitz on the album mm-hmm. for real, and also what was interesting with her in her promo is that she, you know, did an interview in the Breakfast Club and basically came out as pansexual. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you know a lot of people were like, Well, that's just bisexual, she says she likes men and women, but it's really no more than that because people who are pansexual are not limited in the sexual choice with regard to. Biological biological sex like male or female, um, you could be whatever gender, you could be whatever gender identity, right? Any that so then you get into androgyny right. like so basically transgender
1: like any of that.
0: Any if of that. she would be attracted to
1: the person, person, then she would just be attracted to that person. yeah no matter what they were born as
0: or you know is now or any of that. Yeah, so that's what pansexual is, and um. I can't say... I can't say that I'm surprised that she identifies as pansexual, but I'm not... I'm not surprised when she said that she's been in a relationship with women. I'm just not surprised. Right. Um... And... I just wish we lived in a day and age where you didn't even have to discuss that. Right. So, because whose business is it? Right. On? Like, you know, we don't care. We still gonna listen. We still gonna listen.
1: And she don't care enough to... But people
0: have been asking, so... People just nosy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she came out and luckily in this day and age, I don't feel like it's a big deal. It's like, oh, okay. Well, unless think, you, girl.
1: I think my girl
0: is her girlfriend. Oh, Tessa. You think so? Yeah. Why? Because she was in the video? Not just that. They're always together. Oh, I didn't know that. How do you know they're always together? On Instagram? Girl, I follow the follows. They're always together? Yes. That's probably why she was in that video. Yeah. Cause on one song she said, "Play a girl like a banjo." I said, "Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, here we go, Janelle. Just put it on out there." <laughs> well, there's that. There's that. But yeah, that's pretty much. I think all I had um, in the goings on. I'm pretty sure. Oh, another thing! I almost forgot. You sound a lot better since you had that cup of tea. You I welcome. do. See, it was raspy yeah. and sassy. Maybe. I like the sassy part. Let me just talk about this because all y'all be talking about my favorite basketball player or whatever. Seeing he don't do nothing for the kids. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan or whatever. So he do now, girl, he has a scholarship and I didn't know anything about this. He has a scholarship with UNTF. Um, and it's called the Jordan brand wings scholars program. Okay. This program has been in existence since 2015 and he has quietly sent hundreds of, of kids to college with this scholarship okay so once again for those of you who say that michael jordan don't love the kids michael jordan love the kids and he loved me because he kissed my hand and i'm gonna tell everybody that until i stop breathing y'all mad <laughs> and you mad? and i'm bad you right <laughs> i wish he just liked them a little bit more melanated because i could have been in there you know what Okay. I just want to bring to
1: your attention that you're identifying as bad this week, and last week I told you you were bad, and you were like, "No,
0: you." were You said bad. I was a bad kid. I wasn't a bad kid. I, that's my story, and I'm sticking to I'm it. I'm a bad adult. Okay, can't be nice all the time. They don't respect you. You gotta give a little bit of bad with the good. Um, a zebra don't and change its stripes. good
1: at the same time. A all zebra it. don't change its stripes. Moving right along. But guess hey, what? We almost. She can change the shirt. Bye, bye, just Bye. I'm just bye. saying. Bye. I'm just say yes. Okay. So, I can tell you feel good, but where, give me that bottle of wine. You can't have any more. Why not? That's why. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, April, which just passed yesterday, was Financial Literacy Awareness Month. got to learn about them coins. Got to learn about them coins. So, I just want to talk a, a little bit about that, kind of get some of your input, okay? Okay. So, I was having this discussion um, with one of my friends not too long ago, and we were just talking, I mean, literally talking about statistics. So, and I'm not sure if you know this, but four four out of every five people who work in the U.S. live paycheck to paycheck. Yes, they do. Paycheck to paycheck is a big thing, like, that's always been talked about in our community, especially in my household. Um, But... Over a quarter of those people never save money month to month. Not $5, not $20, not $100 out of their check, whatever. And 75% are in some form of debt. And most assume, just assume, that they will always be in some form of debt. Yeah. Just based on how they live their I was
0: talking that lives. when I was growing up. Well, you going to always have to pay somebody. Yes, me. Me too. It all goes back to what you're teaching your and, children and that was my one of my main points when i first started thinking about this mm-hmm. i think that's one thing that we have to do as a, it's a cultural thing it is we have to assess our personal experience and relationship with money, money. you know like it's scary it, it, it can be scary it is you know you got to think about well What were my parents like with money? What did they teach me about money? What didn't I like about how they operated with money? How did it make me feel when this happened? What do I know about money? Do I spend money when I get upset? Do I spend money as a reward to myself? What are my goals when it comes to money? These are questions that you have to really sit down with yourself and call yourself to the carpet and be like, Self? we got some explaining to do. Right. That's one of the main things that I feel like we have to do as a people is to really assess our relationship when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. Um It's this lady named Lynn Twist and she wrote this book called The Soul of Money. Mm-hmm. And she was on one of um, Oprah's Super Soul Sundays just talking about when you are able to separate your feelings and your emotions from this piece of paper, you're able to utilize it as a tool and not, you know, some type of entity that just controls, controls you and you. you're emotionally attached to. That's a whole it's a word. It's true. It's a piece of paper. It's a tool that you're supposed to use to put yourself in a better situation. Right. But, you're true. Working a paycheck The paycheck is a thing because we as black people, we're not generating wealth. We're just trading our time for money. Right. Because you're never going to get wealthy working By with working. somebody else. Right. Which is nothing wrong with work, because we're doing it. Right. But you have to find a way to maximize
1: your cash flow and your income. multiple streams of income is very important. And I know we won't really get to delve into that part uh, on the show today, but that's definitely something that we need to talk about. Yeah, we do. So, with regards to financial literacy, first of all, when you start talking about financial literacy, people automatically get confused sometimes. Mm -hmm. And that is no slight... Like, I I even understand it. Um, But basically, financial literacy is a skill set. You know what I mean? So, it's the knowledge that it takes to make calculated, well-informed decisions with the resources that are at your fingertips or the ones that you can find in your community, so forth and so on, um, that will carry longevity. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, that's basically, like, how, how I'm learning to sum it. And so today I kind of want to talk about the who, what, where, when, and why and mm-hmm. how and just give a few tips and maybe talk about some of our personal experiences right quick or whatever. So who needs to be financially literate? Everybody. Everyone. Me, you, all of us. Um, I want to talk about financial uh, literacy and the stability therein. hmm And... Talk about, you know, having several banks, several bank accounts. And I even believe like in making sure that you have a home stash, you know, just mm-hmm. because you never you never really know how that's gonna play out. And you
0: also want to not only just save your money, because when you're just saving your money, yes, they're for a rainy day, but it's not multiplying. We're not getting anything back from it. Correct. So you want to not only save, but you want to save smart. Right. You want to put some of your money into some investment, something that's going to make money. Like the way I look at it is I want to be able to invest in things that are going to make money. If I decide I'm going to step away from it, Correct. no matter what I do, it's going to make money. Take your hands off of it. Mm-hmm. Because when, when it comes to your job, when you stop working, you stop getting money. Correct. So, your investments never stop working for you. Exactly. So that's that's the thing. We have to save and we have to save smarter. Right. So that's the how.
1: The budgeting piece, the saving, spending, the sites, the apps, and
0: mm-hmm. the stocks
1: and bonds. Yes. And then the why is definitely because we need it for our future. Yeah. Um, so let's talk budgeting. I know, okay, first of all, I don't know if you're, or if you know who I'm talking about. I, I gather you do. The Massachusetts Senator uh, Elizabeth Warren?
0: Yes, I know Elizabeth okay, Warren. Okay, cool. The she, one that um President Trump likes to refer to as Pocahontas. Yes. With, that's a racial slur but anyway go ahead that one
1: <laughs> um so she wrote a book called all your wealth the ultimate lifetime money plan um and where she discusses and she coined the 50 30 20 rule okay which you know i've been told about the 50 30 20 rule before and well, i dis- haven't
0: so i'm glad you're here to tell me all right now
1: i got you i got you so she um She discusses and breaks down like how you should break down your income. Now, after I started learning about money, I was always told that 30% of your finances or 35% of your finances, relatively speaking, are supposed to go towards your housing. This Mm -hmm. makes a little more sense, though. 50% is needed for survival in general. It is. 35% is just the house. I mean, what about everything else? Exactly. So if I break it down this way, it makes a little more sense to me. 50% is needed for survival. So survival includes like your rent or mortgage, your car, insurance, grocery, health, health care, many debts, utilities, etc. So for an example, I'm just going to choose an arbitrary number, right? If your gross income, um, you're before taxes, you know, because sometimes that gets a little confusing too. Mm -hmm. But gross income is before taxes. So, if with your gross income, let's just say you bring in $2,000 a month. And then you would multiply, like if you're doing this on a calculator, Mm -hmm. you will multiply 2,000 times Mm
0: 0.5
1: for 50%. And that equals $1,000, Right. So, $1,000, if you're bringing in $2,000 a month, $1,000 should go towards your survival, rent, mortgage, car, insurance, grocery, healthcare, debts, many debts, and utilities. If you spend more than that, your wants, which is your 30%, and your savings, which is your 20%, or some people flip that, mm-hmm. you know, people who don't want much or don't, you know, need to do anything really outside of their uh, needs. Sometimes they'll flip it, but for the sake of this conversation, one of those things or both of them will suffer. Um, 30% if you're doing it this way, 30% is for your wants. That's your entertainment,
0: mm-hmm. like
1: going out to eat with your friends, mm-hmm. um, going, oh, upgrade. So let's say you can get a Toyota or you can get a Mercedes. Mm-hmm. So an upgrade would be a Mercedes when you don't need a Mercedes to drive, mm-hmm. but that's what you chose to do. Same thing with, like, clothes or whatever. You decide you're going to upgrade cable, whatever mm-hmm. that. Um, so that's supposed to be 30%. And then 20% is your savings. That's emergencies, IRAs, your stocks, 401Ks, 403Bs if you're working for a nonprofit, um, and debt repayments. Now, I know I talked about many debts being a part of your survival. survival. Thank you. But if you're doing debt repayment, it'd be like... Um, like, you paying the principal, like, paying extra towards mm-hmm. the principal for your car, just so um, you won't have to pay, like, that future interest. Right. So, that's considered savings. Okay. Because you're saving on the front end. Um, so, that is the 50-30-20 rule. And, like I said, some people flop the 20 and the 30. Mm-hmm. So, do it however you see fit. I actually believe in that because, um, if you flip it, then, you know, long-term you'll have more money in your savings mm-hmm. or more money in your 401k. And I also, I was going to say this later, but I also encourage people to invest in their 401k, especially if you work for a company that does matching, matching. because yeah. at the end of the day, when you become vested, like say you only have to work at the company for two years for your money to become vested mm-hmm. for what they put in there to stay with you mm-hmm. when you get ready to retire or whatever. Um, that's free money, man. Yeah. I mean, basically that's my mom that one thing my mom did teach me is make sure you um invest in your 401k if your company has one. And I didn't start as early as I should have just because I couldn't afford it. And that's another thing. Like if you're having to pay debts off and stuff like that, then yes, go ahead and try to do that before you start your 401k. Mm-hmm. But if you're spending frivolously, or you have an extra coin here or there, and you can have them pull it out of your check before you even notice it, man, go ahead. I'm telling you, you will not regret it. You'll watch your
0: money grow. Also, if you have an HSA,
1: I right. found that
0: that has come in handy Girl, for uh, me. Especially if, like, my insurance has a high deductible. Mm-hmm. So any of those co-pays or a prescription or New eyeglasses. Because these person ain't going to pay for themselves. No, HSA. And then, you you know, you can, like, map out how much you want to pay. That is what, you know, you can go in and change it if you feel like you need to put a little more in. Mm-hmm. I think it's a maximum of, like, maybe 3600 is the most you can do uh-huh. um a year. But, you know, my job puts $1,000 in there every month. Right. So, I mean, think about that because at the end of the year, like, when it's time for you to do your taxes you get a tax break for investing into an HSA. Right, that is correct. So, it's one of the reasons I chose one. Me too. Um. So just, you know, think about all those ways that, you know, you can save your money. Not only your, your 401k, your IRA, Roth IRA, all this kind of stuff that you can just research, get with someone who that you trust that may know. Or if you're already investing in a 401k, they have people that you can call and they can sit down with you and explain to you, This is X, Y, Z. This is how you maximize it. This is what you can do with it. And really know what you're putting your money into to help you in the future. That's so true. And you talked about um, stocks initially.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Fidelity, like if you get a Fidelity account. Yeah, me too. They will explain to you from beginning to end, layman's terms, answer all of your questions. Mm-hmm. You put money into that account and then decide, you know, where you want to push your money. If you don't fully understand the whole process, someone will explain it to you.
0: Mm-hmm. So, and also it's good too because with your 401k's, if something major was to happen or you needed a home repair, you can always borrow money out of those mm-hmm. and then just pay it back with your paycheck. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's True. it's a good thing to have if you're um, working and you're trying to save for your future. Um, Also, like you mentioned about the Toyota versus the Mercedes, I think that we don't realize, like, you know, those a lot of those wants and things that we aspire to have are actually liabilities or not assets. Mm -hmm. You know, people go out and buy brand new cars off the lot and as soon as you get those two tires off of that curb, it automatically depreciates in value. It's not worth what you just paid for it right you know so think about those things yeah it looks nice but I am comfortable driving my pay for a car mm-hmm. and having more money in my bank account true I mean that's just me because I don't I don't care about appearances I, I care about what is real I don't want to you know give off a false image of I got xyz and then I, I'm having to eat 99 cent cheeseburgers every night Yep, and the, what what we w- really want to
1: work towards is if we do want a big-ticket item, making sure that we're in a position to pay cash for it or Save. close to it so we don't have to, um, you know, finance, do long-term financing or pay in a bunch of interest because we couldn't afford the, that want
0: in the first place. And talking about, you know, big wants and financing things, if you – get to the point to where, like, because I know when I first moved out, I didn't have just cash laying around to go buy stuff or TVs and stuff. I made sure I went to a place that says, okay, if you spend $500 on this credit card, you get 18 months free financing. Right. So I just better make sure within 18 months I get that joke paid off. Like, find find stuff that is going to work for you Mm -hmm. and not against you. Yep. I know um, one thing that my
1: mom's mom always said is Listen, as long as you have a roof over your head, don't worry about what's in your house. Nobody has to come there to see you. Mm-mm. She was like, don't try to get everything at one time. You get you one piece at a time. Girl, that's what my mom would
0: Piece by piece. That's right. Piece so. by piece. Um, One thing, too, I wanted to, to touch on is credit score. I definitely want to talk about credit score. Um, Because I think a lot of folks don't realize how important mm-hmm. your credit score is. Is or where to find it or how to keep it um, improving or to you know get it from a negative spot. So, um, what is the typical credit scars run from like 330 to 850? Yeah, okay, 330 to 850. And I know there are three major credit bureaus that run the reports, which is Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. Right. And I follow this guy on. Um, i follow him on instagram but i started watching his videos on youtube because i have a friend that like really really like is good with credit to the point to where he is like fixing people's credit at this point Mm -hmm. or helping them to fix their credit and his name is jay morrison and if you are familiar with the vibe at the blog he's um one of the people that really pushed that and he goes through this whole thing about explaining like what your FICO score is, your median score. I had no idea what that was. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this is the score that they use for most of the time when you're trying to get a mortgage. Um, so that needs to be good. Now, depending on your situation, I know um, people sometimes feel like they have to have... An 800 credit score to no, get a house. You don't. All you need is like a 630 or a 640. Right. Some you, places a
1: 620 will even take you. And you can fix your credit in 6 to 12 months. Mm-hmm. Like you can shoot your credit score up just by playing. You, like you got to know the game. Yes. It
0: is a numbers game. It is a numbers it's game. It's all a numbers game. You have to, But you have to be disciplined. Um, You have to be disciplined and only charge things if you're having credit cards that you know you can pay off within right. that month. Right. So, um...
1: One of these tips I learned as soon as I finally got my first credit card um was that you need to make sure that you keep your credit card utilization mm-hmm. below 30%. 30%. Um so just as far as numbers are concerned, let's just say your credit card had a hundred dollars on, on it. Mm-hmm. You your max was a hundred dollars. You need to only spend and get clocked for $28, $30 max. Mm -hmm. Because if you go over that, then, and you haven't paid it back yet, then your utilization score is going to go down and it's going to drop
0: your credit score. And then, you know, you got to think about if, you know, let's just say you have a credit card that the balance is Mm $2,000. And, you know, you want to go and buy a pair of $500 shoes mm-hmm. and you're trying to keep your utilization under 30% which would be like $600 mm-hmm. and then your car tear up then what you gonna do exactly so think about the choices that you're making make wise choices and, and one rule of thumb I have with big purchases is if there's something big that you want to buy if you can't afford to buy two of those right. you don't you need to buy it. it you can't afford that right so think about it that way um I know a lot of us were raised to be scared of credit. I know I was. I was always told don't get credit cards, but that is the way of the world. That is how people other than us are doing the things that they're doing. I know m- one of my friends, he's an-, an older guy that I work with, he's a nurse, and he told me that he has so much credit, he could buy a house on a credit card. Yeah. You want to be able to play that game. He can buy his he can go and buy a house, pay for mm-hmm. on a credit card.
1: Let me tell you what I do. I I know I'm, I'm traveling a lot. You know, my commute is long to work and I drive to school, right? So I know one thing I'm going to always have to pay for is gas. I spend about $400 a month just in gas, right? I use my credit card to pay for my gas. Mm-hmm. I wait for it to register. Mm-hmm. I wait to make sure that they saw that I spent close to $400 in gas. And once I know, like... I, I have that date on my calendar. Once that's registered, I already have the money in my account mm-hmm. to pay for the gas and I make sure I don't spend that. Then I go to my credit card and I pay that off. Or like if I'm paying my tuition, mm-hmm. I pay my tuition. I wait for them to see that I pay my tuition with the credit card. And the day after that, then I go in with my regular bank account and, and I ta- I pay it off. And yeah. then that way that, that lets them know I'm, I'm an avid credit us- user But I also pay my debts in full. Exactly.
0: And even if you can't do tuition or you don't feel comfortable doing all your gas, do your cell phone bill. You know you're going to talk on that phone. Exactly. Do your cell phone bill. Do your cable Just set it up. Just Just, set it up. You know, something small. That way it shows that you're using it Mm -hmm. and you're responsible about um, paying it off. That right there will boost your credit tremendously. Um, But things that hurt your credit is late or missed payments, high income to debt ratios, too many inquiries on your credit report Mm -hmm. and things going to collections. And yes, medical bills go to collections. Yes. If you don't pay your student loans, it goes on your credit report and it stays on there. Listen, I know cause I'm in that situation. If you make some late payments on them, uh, student loans, Mm -hmm. that stuff stays on there for a long time. That's true. You know, the good thing though, like with cars,
1: If you accidentally forget to pay something and it's a late payment, it's going to give you a ding. But if you have always paid your car payment on time or have really good history with them and the payments after that are on time, you can actually call them and say, hey, I mean, I'm trying to get ready to buy a house or I'm trying to do this. And I have this one late payment on that. Can you guys take that off? And sometimes they will do that Mm -hmm. for you, but you just have to communicate. Everything's about communication. You know, sometimes you just have to communicate that to them.
0: And also, I think one thing that I didn't realize is, like you said, the power of communication and negotiation. Yes, that is so. I mean, you better say that you babe. got this credit card with this high APR. You call and be like, "Look, I've been a good sandwich off X Y Z. Either you lower it, or I'm gonna have to go get a credit card. Go with get somebody a credit else. card elsewhere. I can get a low APR, and in order to keep you." I guarantee you, if you're in good standing, they'll lower it. So look for things like that. Credit cards with um, low APR, credit cards that give you cash back, flight perks, something that's going to work for you. I think when we think of our money as a tool and not something that defines us or something that we're emotionally attached to, I think we're able to use it more, more smartly correct. Or smartly. Smarter. <laughs> smarter. Lord smarter. Lord we're able to use it smarter and take better control of our financial situations because that whole mindset that money don't grow on trees, yes, it does. It's paper. It actually does. It's paper. Yes, it does. It's a piece of paper. Other than the coins, money grows on trees. It's paper. Right. So we have to think about it that way and not let it define us in you know overpower us and people always want to say money is the root of all evil money is not the root of all evil the love of money is the root of all evil Right? not the money itself it's a piece of paper right. it only has the power that you give it Right. that's all I gotta say I don't wanna start preaching this cause I, I will I love it. in this place time we need to hear it pastor listen David. when I end up being a pastor all of this stuff gonna have to get deleted off the internet <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> um something else
1: um that i want to encourage people to do is uh, to make sure you have separate accounts separate mm-hmm. your accounts you know start a new bank account for something specific if you know you're trying to buy a new car or you want a new car in like two years drive your old car but in the meantime start a whole account just for that car and i also encourage people to um Have separate um banks all together. Mm -hmm, Um, bank with one bank where you can't even touch the money. Like you don't have a car, but you would literally have to drive over there request the money, and to get it out. Um, sometimes you can have one with a car, but you it would take you like three days to get the money. Sometimes by then you've had it figured out, or you realize you didn't need that purchase in Mm -hmm. the first place. Um, and then, oh yeah, the other thing I was gonna say was about credit card utilization. There are a couple people, you mentioned one of the people before, uh, but there are a couple people on social media that mm-hmm. you can follow who give excellent tips. One of them um, is Brass Knuckle Finance on Twitter. He's not on Instagram, but definitely on Twitter because I see him tweeting a lot. And he's at, at BKF University. That's all one word. He's a formal financial advisor. He gives very hard advice. Sometimes you're like, I'm not doing that in your head, but I promise you if you follow um, the things that he has to say, you know, it's very beneficial. HBCU Wall Street at HBCU Wall Street is really good too, mm-hmm. for excellent tips. Um, the Budgetista, yes, love that's her. the one that we talked about. She's so amazing. I just I can't get over um how free she is with making sure that people in the community. Know exactly how to deal with their finances because it can be scary. Yeah, I don't think she. I think she was raised in in an environment where they talked about money frequently, but a lot of other people haven't, and so she's here giving those tips and kind of. She even talks through sometimes, um, you know how she got into that and how she got out of that. Mm-hmm. So it's very encouraging. And then you mentioned Jay Morrison Academy, which is at JM Academy, um, from buy at The Block. Gotcha. There are also and you can Google some other ones, but some of the personal finance apps that are very helpful are PK Money. Um, you can start your kids on that one, nieces, nephews, just to kind of teach them about dealing with, you know, low budget money um, so that they grow up understanding how it works. Mint, M-I-N-T, Mint. Um, the Debt Payoff Planner mm-hmm. is really good. And then something I use and a lot of other people that I know use um, is Credit Karma. So I have that app on my phone. It's a personal finance company. Um, They give you free credit scores. Not like how back in the day, freecreditreport.com would give it to you for like 30 days. And all of a sudden you would start getting charged like you had to put your card on. You don't have to do that with Credit Karma. You can just log on there. They give you the free credit score, the credit report. They do daily monitoring. If you want them to, they'll send you notifications to your phone, let you know when a hard inquiry has come up. Mm. And they got other like credit tools and simulators. Like I use the simulator all the time. Like, okay, this is where my credit score is. And this is what my credit card is doing. And if I pay this much up, or if I pay the whole credit card bill, like how many points points is it going to go up Mm -hmm. by the next time my report comes out? So, it's fun and it kind of puts the power in my hands to see, um, you know, where I can go in a month span. In addition to that, if you are looking for a good credit card, they will already tell you which ones you're eligible for without you having to go through and apply for different credit cards, which puts a ding, a temporary mm-hmm. ding, but a ding nonetheless on your credit um, report. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to go through that, just if you go through the Credit Karma app, they will tell you you are likely to or you have excellent an excellent chance
0: of getting this mm-hmm. um, Also, I think I mentioned it too on here before. Um, for savings, I use capital mm-hmm. with a Q, Q-A-P-I-T-A-L, and it just takes the money out, Same. puts it over there, and I did it for a few months, and I looked up and I had like $750, and then it was $1,000, and so I used that for my emergency fund, and mm-hmm. I also have... emergency fund with my own personal bank and I just think of it like this like if you went somewhere and you went out to eat you spent money you lost money you know fell out of your purse that money is gone right there ain't nothing you can do about it so that's the way I look at my savings like once it's over there it's over there. There's right. nothing I can do about it until it's an emergency. Right. So if you think about it that way and get it set up, don't be one of those people that's like, okay, when my check comes, I'm gonna move it over there. You're not gonna move it over there. Yeah. Get it automatic automatically drafted to whatever whichever accounts and let it roll. Right. And you will be amazed at how much money you can
1: save. I concur. And um a lot of times, you know, I I know they do this at the credit union. I, I would assume they do it everywhere. Is like in November, October or November, you can go ahead and set up like a Christmas fund. I'm doing the quotation marks in there. True Lion does you, it too. Yeah, you don't have to do it for Christmas, but that's what it's supposed to be for. To set up your Christmas fund, tell them how much you want taken out every time you get paid. Now, this is the thing. If you work at a place that gives bonuses or, you know, there's like a, a month where you get three checks, they're going to take the money every time you get paid. So just keep that in mind. It's not going to be X amount of dollars per month. Mm-hmm um but they will take that money and then i think in november they pay it out what they do is they switch that money over to your checking automatically yeah and then you can start all over you could take that money out put it in a different bank account you could take it out and go christmas shopping with it and then you won't have to take any of your money from that actual check from december trying to do last minute christmas shopping because you saved all year for it or you know, that could be your car money. Whatever you decide, mm-hmm. but it's money that you saved um, literally for 12 months. So, um I have some personal tips that I use or that work for my friends. Uh, do you have any?
0: Uh, no, to I know. I people, basically just kind of went through the oh. ones that...
1: I might I spark did. something. Go ahead. Okay. So... This is something I know you guys are going to roll your eyes at, but if you are living paycheck to paycheck or trying to save money, consider a roommate. Mm -hmm. Now, when you get a roommate, that doesn't mean that with your excess cash, you have money to spend. It (laughs) means that's the money that if you were living on your own, you would have to spend it. So just go ahead and save it. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and no trying to keep up with the Joneses. You can't do everything that everybody else is doing. Um, Make sure, we've discussed this, make sure you have the bank take it before you see it, which is what B was just saying, and check your bank account daily. That's something that I used to um, be afraid to do because I wasn't making a lot of money, and I knew I wasn't even meeting ends meet, and I'm like, I'm not going to look because I know it's not there, but there are situations where money was being taken out of my account or it was being taken double for something that I paid for. And I wasn't aware because I was so scared to look at my account Mm-mm. that I would have to play catch up. So make sure you're looking at it daily if you can.
0: And looking at your, using one of those apps or services to look at your credit report too, to see what's on there because it may be mm-hmm. something on there that you
1: don't even know. Exactly. You can argue it. And honestly, sometimes you'll argue it and if they don't respond in enough time, they'll, the Credit Bureau would just take it off. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you have a lot of expenses, uh, think about using a spreadsheet. Start your kids off early. Um, start teaching them uh, about wealth and finances. and mm-hmm. um, Early. teaching them how to write a check and, you know, savings. And, you okay, so, we spoke on direct deposit. You talked about the young lady who was uh, trying to wear the 10 items for 90 days. Yes. One of the major things that I read once is a, a case study about a woman who wore a uniform. So I know this is going to sound crazy to some of you, but consider wearing a uniform, even if you work at a job that doesn't require uniforms. Mm-hmm. If you think about the way, and this is for mostly for women, if you think about the way that men dress in a professional setting, they have suits, right? Yes. So they wear their suits and their ties If they have black, blue, you know, maybe a gray suit. And they can kind of just swap it up. Women, we wear all these different colors a lot. And we end up with more clothes for that reason. And then people saw us in the yellow shirt. They saw us in the orange shirt. So what this lady did was she went and bought basic suits. And that's all she wore. Black, blue, and gray like her co-workers. Mm-hmm. Shoes the same. She says she saved thousands of dollars. Wow. Just, just from not trying to keep up with her work attire. So... We may um you may wanna consider doing that depending on your profession. Um, make sure you create a financial calendar. I know that's something that I do so I won't forget okay. when things are due. Yes, and
0: put alarms on your phone like how I talked about today when my alarm went up, it was like rent due. I had one for my credit cards. I have one just for basically all my bills, and they're recurring, so they pop up, and I'm like, oh, this is due. Mm-hmm. That way, I know, like, sometimes, you know, you may forget and be like, oh, yeah, drinks on me tonight. Yep. And then it's like, the next today. Day, like, oh, shoot, that was my right credit card money or my, you know, phone bill money or something. So, it's good to have those reminders the day before. Exactly. <laughs> or a couple days before. Mine are a couple days. Um, try not to pay full price.
1: There are too many discounts um, out here honestly even the clothes that we love if we wait long enough they go on sale and if they go on sale and they don't have my size always feel like
0: it wasn't for it. me yeah and shop around and my yes. thing is if you feel like you want to go buy stuff like you get another hobby right go outside exercise read a book do so, do something because a lot of the things i'm gonna tell you what helped me is i used to be one of these people that used to be bored and uh-huh. i would just go oh i'm just go to tj max because It's not the mall. It's not, you know, it's TJ Maxx. But I'm still going like a couple times a week wasting money. So now what I do is if it's something that I need, I get it. Or if I have somewhere that I'm going like an event or something where I need to have something to wear, then I go to the mall. If not, I try not to even go. Same. Like, for what? Because I know I'm not a window shopper. Right. I'm going to buy something. So I just don't go. Right. Unless I know I'm going to get this one thing.
1: That's smart. Um, you want to pay. If you have loans, you want to pay off your loans with the highest interest first. And If you're a student and you have to take out loans, make sure you choose the federal student loans over the private ones. Because, hear me out. Um, they have the better interest rates. If you have to do it. They have the better interest rates and the flexible payments. Okay, mm-hmm. so just be smart about how you do that. Learn to spend on experiences. Oh, Investigate your repayment options too, because, um, like we discussed earlier, you never know. It's all about communication. You never know what people are willing to do uh, for you. Sometimes they'll cut it down, like mm-hmm. you know, if you if you haven't paid a co- in a couple months or a year, you know, sometimes they're willing to cut some of that interest. Um, and then this is major for me: learning to spend on experiences and not things. The argument that I have with people sometimes, but statistics show that. Um, you get more bang for your buck when you do that Mm -hmm. and you're happier and and happiness is important learn to shop by yourself unless you have (laughs) friends seriously unless you have friends that are willing to say that doesn't look good or you don't need that right now Mm -hmm. Um, because you end up spending less money whenever you don't shop with your friends or family and make sure you save for your retirement Um, is there anything
0: else I just want to say this too Make sure that if there are other people in the community that offer services, barter. Ooh. That happened to me recently. I, I'm renting a home, but the grass is horrible. Right. And the person that I'm renting from feels like they don't need to do any lawn work. It's all on me. Okay. So I have a guy that cuts my grass, and my grass was dying. And I have garden boxes back there that I've been meaning to get out there and, um, and work on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he comes and he was like, well, you need X, Y, Z done. And I'm like, well, how much is that going to cost? And he was like, well, I don't know. I have to think about the price. And, you know, I added it into your bill. And so he walks around the back and he's like, what are you doing with these boxes? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nothing. I was like, my mom was going to come and help me get them all straightened out. And he's like, well, you know, I work with a community garden. Would you mind if we use them and donate some of the food? And I was like, no, I don't mind as long as you uh, get rid of whatever this price right. was. You was about to charge me. And he came, aerated, weeded, feeded, seeded my yard and... Did it for free because I'm allowing him to use these boxes. So (laughs) barter too. find people that are in the community that you can barter with. If you can braid hair, braid somebody hair, that's a chef. They can cook. Or, you know, if you know somebody that is good with credit, get them to sit down with you and help you. And then you help them with something else. Like find ways to maximize your resources and hold on to as many funds as you can. Indeed. That's a good one. Girl, I was happy. And I was like, and I get to give me some cucumbers and tomatoes.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um that was that was good. All of this is good information and, and finances can't be discussed, you know, in a small amount of time. It's it's worth meeting about, talking about, meet with a financial advisor, talk amongst your friends, family, um, meet with people in the community. Like it's an ongoing conversation. Uh, because it took us a long time to get to this point. So it's going to take us a while to get out of it. But it's doable and we don't want you guys to be afraid. And I just want to give you guys a little encouragement and myself as well. Don't feel guilty when people start discussing money and they start talking about debt. I don't know about you guys, but there's a guilt that used to be associated. And sometimes I still have to talk myself out of that. But think about it this way. 20% of people who don't live paycheck to paycheck are financially literate only 20%. That means 80% of people who have it like that still don't know Mm -hmm. the ins and outs of financial literacy. So don't feel guilty if you don't know. We're just learning together. It isn't always how much money you make, but it's what you do with the money that you make. And I realize that it can sound like I'm speaking from a place of privilege when I say something like that, because that's kind of true. But... Oh, and I say that because I used to be working my behind off mm-hmm. and bringing home $800 every two weeks, which is still more than some other people make. But it's like, how? I used to always wonder, like, how are people surviving out here with, with families, with children? I don't know. Because I, I can't do it, do it. Like, by the time, because rent, a car, insurance, I had to decide whether I was going to pay for the gas or the food. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? So just make sure you're because all communities have some form of financial assistance or they have it where um, they can teach you about how to get discounted things that are are a part of your necessities. Mm-hmm. Um, so just make sure that you're reaching out to your communities, looking on boards, if nothing else, and finding out what those resources are. Right. Cool. Well, that was a whole lot. Right. Very nice of you to share with uh, our listeners, you know. What you know about financial literacy you and what you're still learning.
0: I'm still learning every day. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm proud of you, too. You're welcome. So, what inspired you this week, B? Um, the thing that inspired me this week is, you know, like football. So, Shaquem Griffin got drafted by the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. And he's actually um, a one-handed person. He has one hand. Mm-hmm. And so, they made history by drafting him. And what's so crazy about it is his twin brother already plays for the Seahawks. Cool. Um. And so, that was just a testament to, you can do anything that you want to do. Anything. As long as you work hard and go after it, learn your craft, practice, put yourself out there, anything can happen. This boy has one hand. And from his tapes and his performance at the combine, he really, like, showed out, like, he's extremely good. Like, when you see him play, you don't even realize that he only has one hand. Right. And he can, like, catch the ball and everything. Um, No excuses. No excuses. And so that was just, I think that was a a big inspiration for everybody. Because everybody was talking about um, Shaquem. And I know that he's going to be like, he's going to have all eyes on him once the season starts. Definitely. So I just thought that was cool. Because I I don't know, I always find these brothers in the NFL that I like. It was Marty and Michael and now it's um, the Griffin brothers. So it's just good to see them together and plan on the same team so mm-hmm. i'm interested that gave me some inspiration this week love it
1: uh let's see so many i mean i find inspiration in the small things but one thing that happened this week that it was inspirational miss josephine smith stevens she graduated from wssu in 1942 mm-hmm. 1942 she graduated that's a long time ago. That's a long, long, long time ago. <laughs> so, she just celebrated her 99th birthday on April the 26th. And to celebrate her birthday, she brought her husband, John Stevens, and her godchildren, Deborah and Michael, um, to celebrate by traveling from Wa- Warsaw, North Carolina, mm-hmm. back to hang out on the yard. Oh. And there have been pictures circulating in my social media circle all week long, um, but I just thought that was amazing, um, Mrs. Stevens. She entered WSSU to learn and departed to serve her community mm-hmm. for thirty-seven years in the public school system. Good God, legacy! I mean, she got nerves to steal. What <laughs> she has to oh, other Lord people's amazing. children? Good guy. Um, but I thank just want to give Stevens. yes, thank you so much. I just want to give her a shout out. That's legacy for us. Mm-hmm. Um, a graduate from our alma mater. I pray that she lives to see one hundred next year on April the 26th of 2019. We'll be looking out for that.
0: Gotcha. So anything you don't want the people to forget before we roll out? Yes. Um, voting day is May 8th. Mm-hmm. Next Tuesday, early voting has started. The last day to early vote will be on this Saturday. Um, I think the polls close at 1 or 2 p.m. I'm not sure. Right. But you can always Google or, or um, research the voting um, the Mecklenburg County um, what is it? Voting board? what's it called the office that you vote with i'm sleepy what i know is it called? <laughs> I,
1: only because you're asking me yes um but
0: anyway google do your google google you do your find your um voting location and get out to vote on may 8th also i wanted to make mention of an event that's taking place on may the 12th 2018 now it is during work hours it is from 12 to 2 and it's an MLK event with the Charlotte um, Public Library. Mm-hmm. Um, so, basically, they're putting on this event to talk about how um, Charlotte's civil rights movement responded to the message of MLK and to his assassin, assassination in 1968. Right. Um, the North Carolina State Senator Joyce Waddell will be there. North Carolina State Representative Kelly Alexander Jr. will be there. Mecklenburg County Commissioner... Um, Balma or Valma, I'm not sure how to say her name, Balma Leak and historian Dr. Willie Griffin of the Citadel will be there. It's on May the 12th from 10, 10 to 12 p.m. at University City Regional in the community room. So if you're free, if you're able to sneak out for an hour or two to hear the talk and to you know learn some things um, from people um, who are historians and leaders in this community, I think it would be a good thing for us to, to be a part of. That's awesome. pretty much it. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. What about you? You got anything you don't want people to forget? I do.
1: So there is an annual kickball game here in the Charlotte area. If you're in Charlotte, North Carolina, um, go to www.hfwaptournament.com. That's having fun with a purpose is what's okay. what it stands for. And the Philanthropy Circle 365, The PC they go by the PC uh, Group 365. They're raising funds for the YMCA Miracle League. So, mm-hmm. proceeds will go there if you would like to volunteer. They have music, food, face painting, registry. Um, I think you get a free t-shirt if you sign up to participate. So, if you need community service, if you're a college student, you know, go and help the group out. Additionally, you can sign up a team to play kickball. And... um. I think that's what I'm planning to do. I think every team has to have at least 9 individuals on it. I don't know what the cap is, but I know children as old as 9, mm-hmm. 9 and up can participate. So again, um you can just register online at www.hfwaptournament.com and um I will see you out there. Woo! What's your
0: good word for the day be? Bad, um, B-A-D. <laughs> B-A-D-D, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, my good word comes from some personal, not turmoil, but just some personal reflection. So, um, I was speaking with someone and basically on my soapbox about why do certain things happen to me? Why do I have to go through this? It's not fair. Other people don't have to do X, Y, Z, and I'm always blah, 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 blah and what this person said to me was have you ever thought that your purpose is not only for you right so with that said the things that we go through sometimes we have to go through those things because later on in life or two or three months down the road there may be someone who may not be as strong as us going through that same exact thing and we have to be an example for them
1: it or every
0: time not some every of the time, time but every, every time. time or we have to be that person that is like look i've been through this so i'm here to as a living example to show you that you're gonna keep living right everything you go through is not for you it is for your greater purpose it is to serve someone else or to be a vessel you know For your creator. Everything is not for you. Yes it's unfortunate and it's unfair. And it sucks. But if you're still breathing and you're still living. Sometimes those trials and those tests. Are for you to. Help someone else and to pull someone else along. Right. So just remember that. Whatever you're going through. It is a lesson in that. But sometimes it's not just for you. It's for that person. Coming up behind you that may need a helping hand. So that's my good word for the. For the week. I love it. It spoke to me. Go. Girl. I appreciate. It. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> I've been getting on people's nerves Um and yours? My good word for the week is know the value of a thing. Um, I think a lot of times people get caught up in In their wants. Or what Mm -hmm. they think they should have. And it's very hard for some people. Not to compare themselves to others. Like where they are. The point they are in. In life. You know. If they're at a certain age. They think that they should be at a certain point. I feel like we've all been there. In one fashion or another. Mm -hmm. But it's more difficult for some other people. And just listening to some of my peers here recently. You know. Who think that they should be driving certain cars. Or they should have a certain house by now. Or they should have a certain amount of money in their pocket. I mean. We're all a work in progress and everything doesn't happen for everyone um at the, at the same, same time. time. One thing that I can't appreciate, no matter what, through my frustrations, my life frustrations, is that I seem to be a late bloomer. But when I get there, I feel like my there is better than the exactly. people who peaked early. You know what I mean? I just said that. I'm so glad I did not peak earlier. <laughs> Me too. So if, if you don't have everything that you think you should have or you're not in a circle of friends, like especially in the day of social media where, mm-hmm. you know, you look like you have all these friends or these groups of people are hanging out all the time and you're not getting invited to stuff. and Just know the value of a thing, right? If you have someone who checks on you in the morning or who texts you good morning, beautiful. And you know, they mean it from the bottom of their heart. <laughs> that, that is something of value. <sighs> if you have someone, it might not be a whole group of friends to hang out with, but if there's someone you could pile up on the couch with you know, whether it's a sister or a friend, that's a thing of value. Mm-hmm. If you have, uh, I've been going through this thing where I've been on the verge of tears and then I went to work out on Sunday, Sunday morning, I think. And when I pulled back, it's so crazy. I can't remember which Cardi B song. What, what's the Chance Cardi B song? Best Life. I was listening to Best Life, pulling up in the driveway and bursting into tears. I was like, Aww. I cannot be crying listening to Cardi B. That sounds so ridiculous. Honey, if it touched it touched you. I was bawling. I know I've said that several times on the show now, so I'm not a crybaby, y'all, but I know the value of a thing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? If you, have a, if you have a lover who, you might not be going through everything, um, all good things at one time, but if you have someone who is in your life who you know, wants to make sure you're okay or checks on you, like that is the value. Um, and I was just crying because I was thinking, man, like, it was so bad. Things were so bad. They were so bad and now they're so good. I'm not a millionaire. I didn't win the lottery. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't make six figures, none of that. But it's so much better than it was. Mm-hmm. And I still have everywhere up to go yep. because I didn't peak. Yep. Know the value of a thing. Appreciate where you are. If you have goals, set them. Strive towards them and just enjoy. When they say enjoy the journey, like that is so real. It is. Just enjoy the journey because if you could fast track there, you wouldn't appreciate it. And and
0: right now is the only thing that exists. That's it. Yesterday done, tomorrow here. Right. So, right now is the only moment that is real, that is tangible, right here where we are. Right. So, why are you worrying about what happened yesterday and what may or may not happen tomorrow?
1: Bye. Blue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You guys, um, several things. So, if you, have, if you went to your hairstylist this
0: week, let us know. Like, shout your hairstylist out. Yes. I mean, we will. Because um, they be getting tired of y'all. Okay. Coming up in there with pictures that you don't look nothing like. Okay. Like, nah, boo-boo. I'm a hairstylist, not a magician. Okay. I'm not a plastic surgeon you're not going to
1: look like that I can't Um, we also want to know what some of your financial tips might be how do you make it through the work week through the month or especially for teachers who you know they get paid once a month and then through the summer I don't think that they get paid at all so they have to Mm -mm. try to figure that out Um, I want to know what some of your tips are that's your call to action we look forward to hearing from you throughout the rest of this week we'll see you guys next week or talk to y'all next week of course, you know, you can always find us on social media, on I, Instagram. I was about to say IG. You know what that is. <laughs> you know what I'm here for. Um, IG, Twitter, and Facebook. The Culture Shock mm-hmm. Podcast on SoundCloud, Google Play, and iTunes. You can always give us a review. Mm-hmm. Shout out to those of you who have. I think we still, we're still we still sitting at five stars, so we must be doing yeah, a good thing. Yeah. Uh, and you can always email us at blackcultureshockpodcast.com anything else that's it girl i ain't got nothing else to say save your money folks we love you i'm a girl named <laughs> tiffany and i'm courtney b <laughs> and we out yeah. <laughs> <laughs>